This is Carte Blanche, the podcast. One story every day that matters. Delve into the issues that impact you. Whether you're in need of a better understanding of the world around you or simply seeking inspiration or unique perspectives, you'll find it all here. It's a classic underdog tale, a team of rookies taking on a competition that only a courageous few ever dare to attempt. The Cape to Rio yacht race is not for the faint of heart, covering some of the roughest and most unpredictable seas on the planet. For an unlikely crew known as the Archangels, it was the ultimate test, and not even the infamous Roaring Forties or Furious Fifties would stand in their way. For me, the ocean is a thing of beauty, but also to be respected. When I said so, it's as if nothing else in the world matters. The vast open sea is where I find comfort. Many have tried to conquer it, but failed. Over 6,000 kilometers from Cape Town, across treacherous oceans to Rio de Janeiro in Brazil, the legendary Cape to Rio yacht race is one of the most grueling on the planet, attracting some of the world's best sailors. Every other year since 1971, the race has taken those brave enough to enter across the unforgiving South Atlantic Ocean. It's why it attracts only the most skilled, most experienced sailors. This year, though, was, well, a little different. Young people from Masipumalele, Kailicha, Grassy Park and Athlone in Cape Town are making history. They're taking part in the iconic Cape to Rio yacht race. The 2023 edition attracted an unlikely group of seafarers, the youngest and first full crew from marginalized communities across the Western Cape. Products of the Royal Cape Yacht Club Sailing Academy. They're called the Alex Forbes Archangels. Sailing is considered an elitist sport only for the privileged few. I'll be spending some time with youth from Kumbu in rural Eastern Cape all the way to the Cape Flats that are changing this perception. It's unlikely any of the other crews in the race had encountered life challenges on the scale of this five-person team. But what they lack in experience they make up for in enthusiasm. I was a bit nervous because I've never crossed an ocean before because I didn't even know what to expect out there. The cruise captain is Sibusiso Sizatu. It's an unexpected role for someone born in landlocked Kumbu in the Eastern Cape. In your mind, did you ever think you'd end up here, you know, working on sailboats? I never thought I would be a sailor. Um, so, the, I mean, like the first time I saw the ocean was year 2003, and I just see this big them keep coming towards me. I was like, whoa, this is strange. Sbusiso first encountered sailing after moving to Cape Town's Masipumelele Township in 2005, after an NGO introduced the sport into local townships. 
It was an alien world, far removed from the grind of his daily existence. And my friend told me about sailing and I went to try it out. Uh, and then they put me on a boat. Within two minutes I got seasick, yeah. I got scared. So, 12 and 5 I started and then I didn't like it at all. I hated it, I was, I was having car sick, I was having seasick, I was scared of the boat. I was like, nah, let me stick to soccer, this is not for me. But watching his friends who stuck to it, traveling the country, attending races, forced a rethink. So 2007, uh, I went again. And what really motivated me, on the day that I went, the guys were going on an event in, uh, in, in Mosibay. And then I was told, go back home, go pack your bags, you're going to Mosibay. I don't even know how to sell, I don't, even know, I don't even know how to pull a rope, what is that? So I sold with him and we came third, standing there like watching the crowd clapping hands for you, you know, that's amazing. Turns out he was a natural. Zbusiso's rise was dramatic, going on to represent South Africa at sailing championships around the world. But he harbored a single dream, testing his mettle in the iconic Cape to Rio with a crew of only emerging sailors. Next thing I found myself talking about Rio. The Cape to Rio is a test of courage as well as endurance. The seas in this part of the world are notoriously temperamental, home to the ominous roaring 40s and furious 50s latitudes. Crews have to navigate swells as high as 10 meters and more, battling wind speeds of over 100 kilometers an hour. Azile Ahosi grew up in Kailicha, never expecting that, like her captain, Sbusiso, sailing would change her life. First of all, I knew nothing about sailing growing up. Even when I got here, I knew nothing about sailing. So we started just getting to know how the boat works and parts of the boats. And then after like four, six months, if I'm not mistaken, from there we came to the bigger boats. Sailing is highly technical, demanding physical strength, balance, patience, and teamwork. Azile wasn't phased by being the only female on the crew. For me, it wasn't, it wasn't like, uh, how can I say, it? all we used to the guys, like I've been sailing with the guys for like more than three years now. Justin Peters is the youngest member of the team, hailing from the gang and drug-ridden Cape Flats. The friends that I have, some of us, some of them, some of them took the wrong path and some of them might just, might, some of them lost their lives or so. Sailing offers him refuge, an escape. It's my first time me leaving the country or so. So it was just perfect, everything was perfect, exciting and we done training for the race, but you can't train yourself enough. You have to go and do the race to actually get into it. For all their heart, this team lacks resources and sailing is an expensive pastime. Their dreams of competing on a global stage hinged on finding financial backing. It came at the very last minute. To prepare to go to Rio, you need at least two years on the boat, just sorting out the boat. Two years, and then that needs money. We got the sponsor around May, and it was we like way too late. Mm -hmm. But still, we were so excited, and we were like, we wanted to do this. We didn't care about the fact that we got it very late and there's a lot to do. After years of planning, training and dreaming, 
it's race day. Family and friends gather, excited, anxious. First day, uh, the start of the race was at 2 p.m. and then we started the race. It was going to be my first time sailing from one country to another. A pulsating start, the Archangels keeping pace with the leading boats as Cape Town disappears behind them. But after just three days, trouble strikes, threatening to end their race and crush their dreams. What was the moment that you felt like, hey, we're in trouble here? For me, the scariest moment is when uh, Simu told us the radar had a play because once the radar is broken, it's game over because there's nothing else you can do. If it broke completely, the yacht would veer off course, the crew helpless to intervene at the mercy of the Atlantic and the currents. Panicked, Sbusiso radioed for help. The guy said, okay, we need to go to Valvos Bay in Namibia and stop there. But the problem with that, if we stop there, we get disqualified for them from the race. The crew had a decision to make. And what came out of the team is that we didn't enter the race to, to stop Keep somewhere. Out. They sell the boat until the rider breaks. So we came with that solution and we carried on going. Now a full two days behind the leading boats, in 11th place, and facing seemingly hopeless odds, Sbusiso's crew showed their mettle. Determined to fight, they knuckled down, valiantly battling rough seas and unpredictable winds for 20 days. Coming to Rio would be the reward on itself. And like that's what kept us going and knowing like our support team behind us is all of it, our families, our friends. Tiring wasn't really an option for us. A moment of triumph. On the 26th of January, the Alex Forbes Archangels emerged on the horizon of South America. They had made it all the way to Rio de Janeiro. Having made up eight places, they finished a remarkable third out of 16 competing crews. You should have seen us on the... Okay, the day... Oh, we were so tired, like, okay, when we got there. The day we knew that we were going to finish, to cross the finish line, despite of everything that was happening on the boat and being tired, oh my God, it was just an amazing experience. A crew brought together by circumstance, battling the odds together. The Archangels have cast stereotypes aside and become yet another example to a nation in desperate need of heroes. A huge congratulations to the Archangel crew. We'll be keeping a close eye on their next endeavor. Be sure to regularly check in on our social pages and website for more inspiring stories like this one. And that's another wrap. In case you missed any of our previous chats with Daily Maverick, you can find them all on Carte Blanche, the podcast, available on Spotify and all major podcasting platforms. Have a story to share with us? Head on over to the Carte Blanche website and click on the Tip Us Off tab. Who knows, it could be on a future episode of Carte Blanche, the podcast, available on Spotify and all major platforms.